Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week we're airing a message entitled, The Unity of the Body of Christ. Ephesians chapter 4 discusses a beautiful truth in that we as the body of Christ are to be unified and can be unified through the Spirit of God. No one part of the body is more important than the other. Just as a parent loves all their children the same, God loves every one of His children the same. On top of this, it is God's desire for there to be unity and love amongst His children. When the children of God are in harmony, God can do a mighty work. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Bitterness is like uh, if you were in science class in school and there were, there were certain acidic things you might have worked with in chemistry that if you put them in a styrofoam cup, it would eat the cup. Bitterness is like that. It, 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 des- it devours the container that, that it stays in, and you don't want to be a container for bitterness. But bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And then look at verse 32, how this stands in contrast and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. So in these first 16 verses, we see the unity of the body of Christ. And then from 17 to 32, we see the great put on and the great put off. And these two things work hand in hand. Let's talk about the unity of the body of Christ. Take a look at verse 3 for a second. Verse 3. The Bible says in verse 3, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. Do you notice that the verse does not say endeavoring to create the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace? It tells us to do what? To keep it. You know what? We can't create it. You know who creates unity in the body? The Spirit of God does. The Spirit of God is. I mean, you, I'm looking at a group that is just as diverse as, the, as night and day here. I know most of you. We are a diverse group. And the only way we can have unity is the Spirit of God bringing us together. But notice that if it says we're to keep it, then the idea is there are some things we can do to hurt it, to destroy it. To create disunity. In other words, we can't create it, but we can do some things to keep it. And throughout the course of this chapter, we're told what these things are. Uh, notice in verses 4 through 6, you have doctrinal unity. You have doctrinal unity, which segues into practical unity. Verses 4 through 16. So the question comes, how do we keep it? How do we keep it? Well, it comes down to the great put off and the great put on, okay? When, when you are dealing with the old Rick DeMichael, you're going to have problems because I'm going to tell you something right now. I'll let you in on a little secret. I have a problem with the old Rick DeMichael. And like I told you, you take verse 31 there, that list of things, and that's a very, very partial list, very incomplete. 
Because, because when we are in the flesh, when we're walking after the old man, the old tendencies, uh, there's much more that could be added to that list to add to that personal misery. But, you know, misery loves company, so we're not happy to be miserable alone. We make everybody around us miserable. And, and I put it this way. There's a, there's, even if you're saved here this morning, there's a monster living inside of you that's got to be kept in check. Amen? He's got to be kept in check. So, so Paul tells us to put off, put off the old man, verses 22, 23, and 24. And then, and then we're, we're, to, we're to put on, we're to put on the new man. Now, now here's the deal. When, when, it's, when it's Christ in me talking to Christ in you, I don't care what your background is. I don't care what you do for a living. You don't care what kind of house I live in or what kind of car I drive, right? Isn't that true? Because the common denominator is the Lord Jesus Christ. It's him. And, and that's where the unity comes from. It comes from putting off the old man and, and putting on the new man. And then you get down to verse 32, which really is the capstone of this chapter. And we're going to spend a little bit of time on that. In fact, uh, by the way, I, I, I think one of the great ways to, one of the great ways to describe uh, this, this unity is it's the left, the left tackle in football. Football's getting ready to start out. And most quarterbacks are right-handed. Now, I'm left-handed, so this is going to be hard for me to demonstrate a right-handed quarterback. But a right-handed quarterback is looking for his receivers, and he's in the pocket, and the guys are coming at him this way. And what's the most vulnerable place for him? It's his backside. And that left tackle covers his backside. By the way, the left tackle in football is the second highest paid guy on average in football behind the quarterback. And the reason they pay the left tackle so much is they got a lot invested in this guy. And they want him covered on his what? Blind side. His backside. Do you know what? When we have unity, we got each other's backside covered, don't we? Huh? We've got that unity. I, I, I believe it's, a, I believe it's a, a great illustration. And and, uh, you know, we could go on and on about that. But, but let's look at verse 32, because, because 32 is the capstone. Be kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. You know, this is such a great verse. And, and of course, you look at the end of the verse, you look at our example as the Lord Jesus Christ. How, how airtight is that? Uh, God making an argument to us for forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. And uh, yet, we, we, have a, we have a hard time with this sometimes. We have a hard time with this. In fact, uh, let me tell you something else our culture has made us. Our culture has made us thin-skinned. I mean, you, we don't even have to have somebody do something wrong to us, and we can get offended these days, right? Uh, sometimes they call it political correctness. But, but I, to be honest with you, I think it's just we've gotten thin-skinned as a culture. And, and I'm afraid it, it rubs off on us as Christians. Take your Bibles and go to Psalm 119. Let me show you something in Psalm 119. Keep your hand there in, in, Psalm, or, uh, in Ephesians 4. We'll go back there. But look at Psalm 119. 
Psalm 119, and look at, look at verse 165. Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law. Is that how it reads? Okay. And what's the next word there? Nothing shall what? Offend them. Nothing shall offend them. When you are in love with God's word, you are anything but easily offended. And, and so if we're ever going to get to verse 32 in Ephesians 4, where we can forgive those that have wronged us, we've certainly got to get past this first thing, and we've got to, we've got to rise above what our culture is telling us. Folks, we live in the culture of victimhood. Everybody is a victim now. Everybody. And if you didn't know you were a victim, I guarantee you there's somebody out there making a case for you being a victim. Folks, we are inundated with pride of race, pride of grace, pride of face. I'm left-handed. How many left-handers we have here? Yeah, we're, we're a 10% minority group, and we have been persecuted forever, folks. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever gotten mad about it, but you should be. Man, I'm wearing a watch right now, which dates me. And, and, the, and the dials are wrong. This thing is prejudiced against the left-handed. This, this is made for a right-hander. And why should these things, you know, just, and you could go on and on. I mean, do you realize, well, I shouldn't even put it this way. I'm really walking into it when I say that. I, I, I am extremely warped as a result of having a right left-handed. I mean, it, it's, it's really worked on me my whole life. And, and, you know, I, I'm just always upset over it. I mean, folks, they can make a case for everybody being a victim. But great peace of they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Uh, go over to John chapter 16. Let me tell you how far the Lord takes this, not being offended. This is, this is almost humorous, especially by today's standards. John chapter 16, look what the Lord says in verse 1. He says, these things have I spoken unto you that ye should not be offended. He's talking to his disciples. And he knows his disciples are going to go through great persecution as a result of their faith in him. He's going to leave. And the comforter is going to come. And, and he's warning them about things that are going to happen to them. And he says, he says that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues, kick you out of church. Yea, the time come cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service, which by the way happened. The Sanhedrin didn't stop at Christ. They kept going after the disciples and many of the apostles died a martyr's death. And look what he says in verse 3. All these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. All right, Jesus says, verse 1, you shouldn't get offended. You, couldn't, you shouldn't get offended, verse 2, when they put you out of the synagogue. You shouldn't get offended when they kill you. So what were you offended about this morning? We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Unity of the Body of Christ. Just like a marriage, it is more important for us to worry about fixing our own problems than fixing the problems we may see in our loved one. And so it goes for the body of Christ. God wants us all to take personal responsibility for what we can be doing to help the body of Christ. 
rather than trying to see what the body of Christ can do for us. May we strive to have the Spirit-led unity that Pastor DeMichael has encouraged us to have, not just for our own sakes, but for the sake of others and for the sake of the work of the Lord. An act of kindness can change a life. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching. Music